Hi everybody, my name is Martina Barta. I represented Czech Republic in 2017 uh, in Kiev. And now you are watching Destination Eurovision Memories. I see trees that are green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and for you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Hello everyone, my name is Aga. My name is Mati. And we are so happy to welcome you to the next episode of our series, Memories. Today with us is Martina Barta, the representative of Czech Republic at Eurovision Song Contest 2017. Hello, Martina. We are so happy that you are with us today. Hi. Uh, thank you very much for inviting. Yeah, nice to see pleasure. you again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure for us. And well, we would like to start our interview from watching your performance uh, from Kiev and from asking you a few questions uh, about it. From the very, very first time I saw you You were my home, you were my home, you were my home. Uh, So please let us know, uh, do you remember what you had in mind when the lights uh, went out and your three minutes at Eurovision Song Contest started? To be honest, it was really one of the biggest uh, experiences in my musical career, musical way, because I've been doing music from my childhood, but it was really the biggest stage I was performing on. And um, you know what? Uh, somehow we were uh, trained for, for feeling comfortable in that situation, but uh, I wouldn't be honest if I say that I, will, uh, I was very, um, uh, I was uh, feeling uh, very, yeah, comfort comfortable and I, I enjoyed my whole performance because of course I was nervous. I was nervous and uh, after, uh, after this semi-final I, I just watched on the next day the, the video and I was really laughing because I was supposed to go in the middle of the of the stage and stop there, but <laughs> I just I just walked across the little sign on the on the on the stage because I was really very nervous. And yeah, but as, as I told you, it was really big ex experience for me, and I also learned a couple of things from that. So I would like to ask, what do you like the most about this performance? And is there anything you would change if you could? You are still talking, talking about my performance, what yes. I really loved about my performance. Hmm. You know what, because uh, in my, in my uh, case, was it like that they offered me two songs and I could choose one of songs and I really loved that ballad. I, I really loved this uh, song but maybe I imagine it uh, simpler. I just wanted to stay uh, like me, Martina, and I know I'm not a dancer, I'm not an actor, I'm just musician and singer and I just wanted to show something what was what would be really honest and truly and all the things that you are supposed to like 
Many people, when I when I just say the word Eurovision, they are imagining uh, it must be big fire show and uh, huge costumes and many dancers on the stage. But uh, in my year, in 2017, my biggest... Uh, uh, I, I really love the performance of Salvador Sobral. And there are many people who didn't like that, but he was really the only person who was honest and uh, great musicians uh, on that stage. And he sang his song in his mother language and it was touching me every time I, I listened to him. And that was my wish. I just wanted to stay like me. And I know that somehow I have to deal with that, that I was a, I was a member of Czech Republic uh, team. And you know what, what's the funny, funniest thing about it is after one or two years, when I met the, the people from, from this team, they told me, Martina, we, we didn't give you your freedom and now we apologize. So that's my problem. And I was really a little bit sad after that. But I, I don't want to say that everything was negative. No, I met there a lot of wonderful people also from all those Eurovision uh, um, press, uh, uh, from, from all those um, um, groups of fans. And uh, there were also great people on the stage for, from, from the production. But m my personal experience is like, um, a little bit negative because I I didn't uh, stand on the stage as me like me. It wasn't me. It was a uh, someone in a golden costume, and it was for me a little bit fake. Like that that was fake. How many points from one to ten you will give uh, yourself and your team for this presentation? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a uh, good at it. I would uh, I, I would give to myself zero points for that, that I wasn't able and strong enough to say, I don't want to do this and that. I want to do that on my own. But I would, uh, I would give 10 points to the people from my country because there are people who are really fighting for that to improve uh, the representation of Czech Republic every single year. Because in my country, the history and, uh, uh, of Eurasian is not uh, so long uh, compared with other countries. So there are little, uh, really a uh, few of people who are, um, who are living for it and fighting for it. I'm not uh, good at, uh, uh, it's really <laughs> maybe quite difficult. A difficult uh, question for me and I don't want to uh, be only negative but I you asked me and I honestly answered there were positive and negative things about uh, my representation uh, on one side I'm really very grateful and thankful for that that they chose me only because of some recordings which I sent and they they uh, offered me one wonderful song but still, I say it could, it could have been, oh, I don't know, maybe, um, yeah. Yeah, it could be better or it could be just um, simpler and I don't know. For me, it was a little bit too much, too much. All right, thank you so much. And now we will move on to the questions from our editorial team.
and it will be some different kind of questions. So uh, I would like to ask, do you, do you remember what was the most funny story from your whole Eurovision journey? Hmm. You know, uh, we spent uh, quite a lot of, uh, a lot of time uh, traveling in uh, different cities and it was really very nice that we made little groups, like uh, I was in contact with the, with the guys from Norway, yeah, I, I think. And uh, yeah, we, we, we spent a lot of uh, uh, time and uh, it was really very interesting for me to, to visit uh, so many uh, new cities for me and com countries and uh, maybe the funniest things. Sometimes it was uh, really too much for me because you as an artist were supposed to give a lot of interviews uh, in one day, like in, in one hour or two hours you were <laughs> closed uh, in a box and there was one, one uh, person after another person and somehow uh, I was really exhausted. And sometimes I, when I just watched the interviews, I told to myself, Oh my God, it was really bad. And sometimes I just, because I'm not so strong in English language, it's not my mother language. So sometimes I, I told really things which maybe didn't make sense or I don't know what. And sometimes, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there were also very nice moments during this journey to Kiev, 2017. Okay, so uh, what about the most emotional moment from uh, Eurovision time? You know, uh, I was really, uh, because as I told you, it was for me the biggest experience as an artist, uh, being a part of a competition like this, like it's really a big uh, project and it, uh, many people from all around the world are watching that. So I was really sometimes touched by, by messages from, from people, unknown people from me who, who, who just told me that they like the song and they uh, until today sometimes I, I receive messages from people who are writing me their own personal story that uh, my song is inspiring them and so those moments then I told myself okay there were negative things but maybe something was something was good for another people or something was inspiring for another people but now I'm not talking about the performance on the stage in Kiev in May 2017. I'm just talking about the music. I'm just talking about the song and what was the message of the song. But another point was staging and performance and costuming and all the uh, other things. Yeah. So I would like to ask, do you remember what was your favorite rehearsal and why? My favorite rehearsal? You know, I really love the guy in Kiev. I, I mean, it was the guy from Sweden, uh, Sweden uh, Technic Group or maybe Sound Guy. And he was, every time there were one or two rehearsals, these general rehearsals. And I just remembered, okay, when I, when I sit down on this, uh, because my choreography, you know, I had a choreography. And it was really very difficult choreography, which I had to train weeks. I didn't want any choreography, you know, I just wanted to stand and sing. Uh, so I started sitting on the bottom uh, and uh, every time uh, before I started, before the song started, there was the guy from the Swe Swedish uh, group. And it was for me like, 
an angel is coming from the darkness because it was really very huge in this Kiev uh, concert hall. So I remember this guy who was and who was somehow calming calming me down. Like I was feeling comfortable because they were really they were really great from the team. I mean, like people from technique and yeah, they were really very kind and great. What is the most memorable or interesting question or interview you had? Hey, you know, I, I met uh, during this uh, Eurovision participation so many people and uh, I cannot tell you which interview I, I really remember. Maybe, okay, th there was a one funny interview in London it was with guys from Germany, I think it was ARD, something, something like that. So I could, uh, I, I, I could uh, talk with them in German language because I've been living in Berlin for nine years. So I was somehow also glad to, yeah, to talk in German. But uh, yeah, there were some people from another blocks, like the guys from Viviblocks block were really very funny. <laughs> But, uh, and I'm still also in, in a connection with uh, some people from this Prince block from Germany and I also uh, take part in the Eurovision weekend 2017. So those people, somehow I still uh, keep in my memory and we are still in contact. Yeah. And could you please tell us what are your memories from the Eurovision red carpet from the opening ceremony? Hmm. Red carpet everything seemed to be so nice and everyone was a big star on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. I mean, it was really very, very nice evening and I was waiting for Sal Salvador, but he, <laughs> he was somewhere yeah, in, in the crowd. But uh, yeah, it was really nice, nice event. And my sister was also there in Kiev. So I, I really, try to enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, so now we would like uh, you to tell us about your first thoughts, first impressions about seeing everything uh, from backstage, from artist perspective, how it was. I was really shocked how this whole project uh, organized is. Uh, there were so many people and uh, each person was responsible for something else. And uh, you had only a certain uh, time for your rehearsals. And uh, uh, so you, you have to work well, like being on time and being ready. And I also, okay, if you, if you ask me about funny story, yeah. <laughs> That's, maybe it's my funny story about my, uh, uh, participation because I'm still of the opinion that someone some sometimes too much is really it's not necessary so they they told me that I should have a special kind of haircut for my performance so uh, we made uh, with a Czech uh, hair uh, uh, stylist in Prague uh, a couple of pictures because she had uh, some idea of my hair and then they sent it to the people from Kiev and there was a house like hair house and we had also uh, not only costumes rehearsal and staging rehearsal but also those uh, makeup 
for me, the best storyboard and everything was, and I again say that name, Salvador Sobral, because Salvador's photos on the wall were only trees. He didn't have any kind of hairstyling or makeup. So I sat uh, in the chair in this uh, uh, makeup artist's uh, box, and then uh, came a guy from Kiev, and I think he didn't understand English. And uh, he just made something two hours on my head. And then I just uh, look uh, at myself in the mirror, and I had those big uh, curls <laughs> like on left and right side. And I was just, I, I, I was really feeling uh, uncomfortable. And then came the guy from Czech team. <laughs> <laughs> he was really shocked because the guy, the hairstylist, understood. There were like, I would say, like 10 pictures, like step one, step two, step three. And then you have to do this with, with the hair. In the end, it really doesn't matter. So the guy thought that my final hairstyling is with those big rules, rows on the left and uh, right side. So I was really, maybe it was the funniest moment because there was a misunderstanding yeah, in communication. Okay, so you already told us that you really loved the Portuguese performance and Salvador song, but are there any other artists or songs that, that you really like beyond the, the I Portuguese? Also, I also really love the, the girl from the gym because she had really very nice voice. What was the light, um, something with lights? What was the name of the song? I forgot her name, so, but I, I really loved her voice, yeah, she was really, and she was also scared because she was, I think, maybe 15 years old. And uh, I also loved the guy who was on the second place. Um, beautiful, beautifulness. Yeah, I really loved, I loved the song and I loved the guy as a musician, as a singer. He was a really great performer. So those were my favorite ones. And there were also a couple of numbers which I was asking myself, okay, also this can be Eurovision, but you know, yeah, yeah. it's also a kind of music, uh, sense of music, like, you know, each person loves something else and you, you cannot uh, have some one rule, okay, for everything, like this is the best one. But I was, uh, because I, I said, uh, I was sitting in the press um, press department during the final uh, with a Czech moderator and I just saw all the people voting and I was really uh, somehow I, I, I was glad that so many people were voting for um, so for Salvador it was for me magic moment every time when Salvador came to the stage and he, he was just uh, he was wasn't the part of all those parties and he was some someone someone who uh, was kind of uh, disappeared but then he, he was the strongest one in, in my uh, in my opinion but you know it's my opinion <laughs> I know that yeah okay thank you so much um, now I would like to ask are there any artists or delegation members with who you get along with, like you became super buddies. Uh, you mentioned about uh, the guys from Norway, but maybe there is someone else. Yeah, there are also guys from um, 
from Great Britain because they also wrote the song for for the girl from Poland. So uh, yeah, I think we spend the most time with the with the guys from Norway, and uh, yeah, yeah, there were like little groups uh, between the part participants, like yeah. Thank you. So at the beginning of our talk, you told us that you met a lot of people at Eurovision, but I would like to ask what else Eurovision journey gave you and what do you think, what's the biggest advantage and disadvantage of it? Okay, so for me personally, it was the biggest, uh, okay, it was for me a big uh, experience uh, how all those big uh, projects works like you as a performer it's really not easy being on the stage uh, be able to fill the whole room and uh, spread your emotions and uh, be good as a performer and sing well live and all those things were for me like a good experience as a musician um, but I also uh, talk to myself after this uh, life experience that I want to be stronger as an artist. And I, yeah, last week I, I met a very interesting guy in, in Berlin. He's a director of a quite famous uh, Berlin music festival. And he told me, Martina, it's very important that you, you will learn to say, how to say no. You should learn to say no because sometimes i think that i just want to uh i trust people and if if someone tell me and i i, I think he's a good at the things he's doing um i don't know a hair stylist or i don't know a choreographer i think there there were things which didn't work in my case well because it was fake of mine it wasn't me and I just I just asked okay should I really do that but I'm not feeling comfortable I am are you sure yeah you have to do it you are the part of it and we are a team so it was only like okay and uh, you know what it was for me quite difficult after Eurovision because I was a little bit sad and disappointed but it's my weakness you know so it was for me like big experience be yourself because it's the only one it's the only thing that the people your audience believe in i don't know how to how to explain it but uh, it was for me like uh, yeah it learned me a couple of things which i should change as an artist okay thank you so much and the last question is is there any secret about your Eurovision journey which you never ever told anyone in public? I think I told you everything. <laughs> um, no, I think there weren't any secrets. Like, yeah. No, I, I think I really honestly and truly told you everything, all my feelings about my participation in 2017 and i really uh, 
appreciate and adore all the people who are able to give a great performance with everything. And there are really very only few of them who who are able to reach the people. Like you, you have to act. You have to act in three minutes the best of you. And you have to touch the people. You have to have great song, great performance, uh, sing well, and uh, it just have, have to work everything together. If you have also great team which uh, support, supports you. All right, thank you so much. And I am so sorry about saying that, but this is the end of our interview. Ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe to our channel to make sure that you will not miss uh, our new material. And of course, follow, follow Martina on her social medias and listen to her newest, newest single. That is um, really amazing. So go and listen to it. And once again, thank you so much, Martina, for joining us today, for, uh, for your time. Thank you so much. It was amazing. Oh, thank you very much and uh, all the best. I wish you all the best. Stay safe and I wish uh, that maybe we will meet somewhere. Or <laughs> and thank you very much for the invitation. Really, thank you. I see trees